everybody, and welcome back to Get to the Point. I am Joe DeLeon here in the wonderful audio recording room in Kingston, Rhode Island at the University of Rhode Island, joined by the frenetic, I'm going to use the same I word used it again. I didn't think you were going to do that. One, <laughs> the frenetic Sean Anderson. Sean, how you doing? I, I still don't know what frenetic means. It it means that you have you're full uh, of energy. Energy, energy yes. I now I energetic. Remember. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You're proactive. Gotcha. That's essentially what I was getting at. Right, right, right. And and why do I know that that's the uh, that word for the second time? Um, because we recorded this podcast twice. Ah, so folks, <laughs> why did we do that? We're gonna go over how <laughs> dumb, dumb I am. So, um. You know we're learning here. We're college students. We need you need to make mistakes to learn. So I don't think it's that bad. But I still, we were both very frustrated. Sean probably could hear me screaming. I, I heard a lot of stomping. I could tell the difference. Vulgarities. I, yeah. So what happened was, <laughs> is yesterday we had a snow day. Classes were canceled after two. I decided to be proactive and I went and checked out some audio equipment. I was just. What were you gonna say? My mom was giving you props for that. When when I called her, she was like, "Oh, look at you! Look at you and Joe! You know, getting it done on a, on a snow day. You know, good for you." We didn't have anything to do. I was like, "Hey, you know what? I want to learn how to set this stuff up and and get it going and right. record at home. If we can do it at home, it makes things easier. And as as wonderful as the studio is, it'd be not as hot. Uh, oh, jeez. But what ended up happening after some troubleshooting, we recorded a wonderful forty six minute episode. It was amazing. I thought it was a good episode. I, I thought it was very good. We were very relaxed. It was the setting was incredible. We were looking at the ocean yeah. while we were recording, and then for some reason, I tried to play back and edit it, and the podcast in Pro Tools was just moving very slowly. It wasn't even letting me play back in the episode. I couldn't hear anything, and it was just stopping, and it was freezing. I was getting the spinning wheel of death every time I tried to play it back. Can I get a um? Can I get a, a modem dial-up noise in inserted somewhere within this first uh, conversation, please? <laughs> oh, I forgot to censor when I cursed in the other podcast. Oh, jeez. Where that, <laughs> is even, that just I going up on SoundCloud? I it, even shouted up the, the timestamp. Yeah, that's on SoundCloud. Okay, it's not going on, on Anchor Sports. All right, well, that's Anchor fine. Anchor. As long as it's not on Anchor Sports. All right. But what ended up happening was I was like, all right, this isn't working. I'm just going to plop some stuff in, and I'm going to bounce it. What do we say about plop? And every time I bounced it, there was no sound playing back. I uploaded the SoundCloud, uploaded a completely blank file, and then I was I said to myself, "All right, let's just restart the computer. It's probably just a little bit, you know, bugged out. It was doing a lot of work. It just needs to cool down for a second. And it didn't occur to me that the computer that I was renting from the Harrington Hub is set to clear all of its storage ah. if you." Reset the computer, so reset it. Everything was gone, and no podcast. Now, I do have a bone pick with you, yes, because of your dismay and hatred for how the mech is run. Not necessarily hatred, but you know, y you're normally upset when you come into this room and see how it's, uh, how the layout is, and how the chairs are. Sometimes how it smells. Oh, you're, and, and, and you're, you're saying, how, the, saying how this how room we, is always mistreated by yes, but other people I'd that use it general, that shouldn't be using it. Your general disgruntlement yes. with the way that it is run. But you pulled off a move of the century today. Oh, are you talking about... So this also impacted how we recorded <laughs> another podcast. I, like a complete buffoon, jack wagon, ah, jack wagon came good one. up to... <laughs> 
the desk and I'm like, we need a third microphone because we just recorded with Ivory. It's already up on SoundCloud. This one's going to be going out on a Thursday. Let's pretend it's Thursday. And I was like, we we need a third condenser mic. Turns out my selfish me checked out both of the vocal condenser mics. So Sean had to record with a standard dynamic microphone. Looked like he was. It was like a game show. It was like a game show. Can you give us the game show voice? Welcome to the Get to the Point game show. That sounds like more like Jake Fire. I know it's my game show voice. It's, it's your, what what it's am your I supposed Jake to Fire. do? What am I? What do you want? Yeah. I know. What am I? Game show host here? You are a game show host. Right. You looked like one. Oh, you did a good job. You. Thank you. I appreciate you, it. You did a good job. There's some wonderful headlines that we get to break down and go over. And the first one being that just broke and happened, which is Joe Flacco. Elite quarterback in the NFL. I say Whoa. that. Sar- I say that sarcastically. Okay, okay, okay. I say that very sarcastically. Was traded from the Denver. Sorry, from the Baltimore Ravens to the Denver Broncos for a mid-round pick. It is uncertain. I believe Adam Scheffner was the one who Scheffner uh, originally broke the news, and then Rappaport yep. uh, came in with the details of the mid-round pick. I mean, it's always like that. It's always one or the other. It's either Rappaport or Scheffner, or maybe Field Yates. But this is the first real major deal that we're getting in free agency. Joe Flacco is on the move going to a team that really needed some quarterback help and Case Keesum, as said we by John Allen, yeah, is essentially going to be out the door and they're going to try and you alleviate so? his contract. Yeah, they, I saw a report that said ah. that they weren't going to um, fulfill the, the, the remaining years on his contract. Well, I know he had been training to lose, so... Don't sense. comment on my shirt. Don't, <laughs> don't you dare comment on my shirt. I've been waiting to slip that one in for like the last hour and a half. Now, do you think, Sean, that this move by the Broncos is a good one to improve their team, or are they just going to sit in the same spot? I think that Flacco is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson, so I don't see that there yep, is a – Thank um, you. I, I guess you want to keep the – entertainment and football and Lamar Jackson does have more star power like he can he's a game changer a game breaker if you may if given the right circumstance in the game and all that all that stuff I think Flacco I mean he's 34 now but I still think he's a fine quarterback maybe it's maybe I just haven't watched enough of him I mean has have you ever decided hey you know I'm gonna tune in and watch some film of Joe Flacco no I don't think he's bad, but he's just not dynamic, and that's why right, they, exactly. they were playing very average. They weren't winning a lot of games. They were sitting around that 500 mark, and he goes down with an injury. Lamar Jackson has to go in, and suddenly the offense was ticking because NFL teams had to face something that it hasn't seen before, they weren't prepped for, which really. is a 4-3 quarterback. Right. I, I think Denver upgraded in the quarterback range, but they like don't slightly. have. Yeah, but the, the ESPN article I was um, reading on this, Written by, give me a second. I I want to be able to credit them. But the the Bill one Barnwell, he he said yep. that the the Broncos don't have a quarterback for the future, which is an issue. They still don't. They still don't, even with the Flacco signing. I would not be surprised if the Denver Broncos still drafted a quarterback or traded up to draft a quarterback. Oh, really? In this yeah, class, they uh, John Elway is is slowly opening the door for him to leave. He's putting himself in a very bad position. This trade might be the end of him. The uh. The idiom he might have been referring to is digging his own grave. Digging his own grave. There you go. Yeah, I want to be a little bit different. He went opening his door for himself before he leaves. That's not <laughs> what I said. That's not what I said. <laughs> Quote me correctly next time. 
<laughs> we'll play it back, man. We're we're gonna have to we'll see fix if, it in post. We're gonna have to see. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Quote of the century. Right. <laughs> if this trade actually plays out and works, they're still gonna need to add some weapons to help him out. Now, another weapon that is currently now on the open market is Antonio Brown. It's official. He's oh. leaving. He went to social media to tell everyone, "I'm gone. Peace, everyone." He posted a video, a little highlight tape, remembering his time with the with the Steelers. It's original. I've never seen anyone do it's it. A little bit so trashy. A little bit selfish. I think like, oh, bye everyone. I'm screwing you over. But here hey, are the good get, times. Yeah, you get to look at me one more time in in your wonderful yellow and black bumblebee uniforms. And he, you know, he quoted it with, "Thank you, Steeler Nation, for a big nine years. Time to move on and forward." And then a bunch of dots, and then a peace sign, and then hashtag new demands. So he's gone. He's leaving the Steelers. Right. Teams are going to be bugging over getting him and bringing him on board. And where do you think is his best fit? Well, as I alluded to yesterday, but no one heard that, I, I will re-allude to it. Uh, I Go heard for it. on uh, Grant and Danny and 106.7 The Fan during their afternoon sh- or midday show, uh, Danny Ruye uh, stated that the Colts uh, have $123 million in cap space. So I think that uh, that's that a lot of money. would satisfy Antonio Brown. I think he would uh, work well. I don't know if he would actually work well with Andrew Luck. I think T.Y. Hilton works well with him because they're both kind of quiet. T.Y. Hill is an o- outspoken. I think they're just yeah, kind uh, of a I vanilla like franchise. An- Andrew Luck wouldn't really butt heads with Antonio Brown. So? Not really. Andrew Luck's just very positive and... I mean, the man gets hit and sacked, and he compliments people. I just I don't know. You. I don't know I if know. he would bash heads with. I'm nervous Antonio about Brown. Them bashing heads there, though. I, I like eh. An- Antonio Brown coming in there as the the big bad new sheriff in town, whereas uh, Andrew Luck's just a guy. You know, I, I I don't want him to be diminished because Antonio Brown thinks that he's got the the fastest hand in the West. So my destination that I really see him going to was the 49ers, mm. and it's really been talked up with the media and, and almost sending him there already if they can move some assets around they don't really have the pieces they have some young defensive talent that they might be able to ship off or some draft picks if they want to bring him in but if you think about it Jimmy Garoppolo does not really have many targets he's got Chris no no no, no blanking on his name Marquise Goodwin there we go I was thinking of Chris Godwin Mar- Marquise Goodwin change your names both of you they're too similar <laughs> Marquise Goodwin. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> decent receiver. Very, very fast. Former Olympian. or uh, it was, But he was a track runner. He, um, a, again, decent receiver, but they don't really have any other options besides George Kittle. And I think if you bring him in, that offense is going to fly as Kyle Shanahan leads them to success. Right, and it's a big year for Shanahan also. Uh, uh, he could be looking to make a big splash with his uh, quarterback of the future. And he needs to also preserve his job. I, I don't know how you would consider him to be on the hot seat after you just see. I mean, what are you supposed to do when your, your number one quarterback goes down and he's supposed to lead you to the promised land, but, you know, he tears his ACL. How does that work out in your favor? It doesn't. It's unlucky. And, and only making things easier for him by bringing in a weapon like that is going to help him out in that situation. Now, another guy that could make things easier for teams going forward is Kyler Murray. Oh, he finally made so? his decision. He could if, if he pans out, but he finally made his decision. He took to Twitter and he posted this wonderful quote with a picture of him saying, moving forward, I am firmly and fully committing my life and time to becoming an NFL quarterback. And he kind of dove into saying, I've always been a quarterback first, 
but his size and limitations have really halted his ability to be the number one guy in any draft class. And it's really hurt him as far as his draft stock goes. What do you think this means for the quarterback market going forward? Do you think teams are going to be inclined to make some moves to either get him or draft some other guys because they think people are going to be trading up to tra- to uh, take a quarterback? I think it does make it a little more exciting. And uh, the most interesting storyline of the draft now is Haskins or Murray. And it, we will be watching heavily on draft night to see which one of them goes first and when they go, who they go to, if the system will be correct, uh, if he will be able to mesh with the coach, how his size will fare in the preseason, if he plays in the preseason. All of this stuff, it, it will be a surrounding influence on Kyler Murray. He, the spotlight is on him, Heisman Trophy winner. He's electric. We all love watching him, don't we? You and I both. Yeah. yeah. So it, I don't think – no, I don't know what I am supposed to think about Kyler Murray. I think he's a phenomenal athlete. I I don't know if he is an NFL quarterback. Like I was saying, Baker Mayfield, I, I had a gut feeling this dude is an NFL quarterback. Kyler Murray, I don't necessarily know if I have that same gut feeling. He's a very fantastic runner, quickest feet I think I've ever seen since Barry Sanders. Great pocket presence. A very good pocket presence. Knows when there's pressure coming on throws him. On the well, throws on the run very well. Right, he's got a good arm. Not spectacular, but obviously we've all been spoiled by watching Patrick Mahomes throw. He's got a good arm. I think he has good vision. And he's got all the intangibles. Like from like if you're making a quarterback, it looks like he's got a lot of really good intangibles to a good NFL quarterback. But my gut is telling me he may not be an NFL quarterback. I completely agree with you. His size is really going to affect anything. And you talked well, about storylines. And the big one here is just going to be how – Early is he going to be drafted, and who is going to take that risk? And as far as this quarterback market goes, I think that now him and Dwayne Haskins are separating themselves from any other available talent. Because let's be real, Drew Locke, Daniel Jones, Jared Stidham, they all suck. Dwayne Haskins and Kyler Murray, they're average. (laughs) And you'll get to hear me talk about this in some of my article content that I'm trying to drop this week if time permits itself and I'm not constantly running all over the place to do stuff. Oh, busy guy. Busy busy guy. Busy guy. Busy schedule. I mean, we both are. <laughs> but the the thing with this situation is that now he's officially committed to football. Teams know what is going on with him. They're going to be willing to invest a top 15 pick in Kyler Murray. And because of that, the teams that are more desperate for quarterbacks are going to need to trade up and beat out any team that they think might be trading up to to get him. They're going to need, someone is going to be making a major move, whether it's the Dolphins, the Redskins. Um, Don't do it again, Washington. The, the Broncos are also very much in play, the really? Jaguars. What about the Cardinals? Uh, Well, Cliff Kingsbury apparently says that they're sticking to Josh Rosen, which mm-hmm. was very smart of him, but you, you still never know. And, you know, the, uh, the Giants, whether if it's just trading up to get Haskins, Wherever the first one goes, the next team is going to trade up within the next few picks to get to get Kyler Murray or Dwayne Haskins, who ends up being second. Now, Sean and I decided that <laughs> we wanted to take a look and recap and review the positions. So we're over the next few weeks, after we go over the major headlines, we're going to put some analysis in grading these players. And if you recall... Sean and I had predictive rankings on who was going to be the top five quarterbacks in the league. Right. 
And you know we were preparing. We for think the we're sh- smart guys. Yeah, we were preparing for the show yesterday, and we're like, oh, you know, we got to pull him up. We got to see. I think we should talk about it. And, the, and as soon as I pulled him up and read him out loud, we're just like, what is wrong with us? And just, it, uh, it, it just it's humbling. It really it's is very no one's humbling to realize you don't know a thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, looking you, at these yeah. lists, do we do we know a thing? Apparently not. Apparently so, not. Hey, you read your five, I'll read my five. So my list was Carson, in this order, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, Jared Goff, Tom Brady. So those were your predictive five Those best. were my predictive Carson top five. Carson Wentz being number one. Okay. Yep. Same order for me. I had Carson Wentz number one, Tom Brady number two, which I will take. That's a good pick. Phillip Rivers number three. I'll take that. Top five. I'm glad I, you know, you hit the dartboard there. Derek Carr, please. <laughs> sorry. And then Kirk Cousins, I just I, I got too ambitious. So I I, yeah. I maybe hit a two for five. Joe hit a two a for five. Two for five. Two for five. Matt Ryan at number two. I'll never forgive you. I told you. There were just I told there you, were man. two guys on this list, Matt Ryan and Carson <laughs> Wentz, that were in perfect situations to take that next step. Matt Ryan getting the big weapon in Calvin Ridley. And then Carson Wentz coming off an injury off a Super Bowl win. And it turns out that Carson Wentz is an egotistical okay. he was jerk. Hurt. He was hurt. And he was hurt, and he's overdoing things. And then Matt, R- jerk. Matt Ryan forgot how to play football. Okay. No, he had like 5,000 yards. Yeah, dude. I know. I'm just joking. But uh, he, Still, t- terrible, terrible year. Underwhelming it disappointment. Was, it wasn't his best year, and, and it's it stinks to say this, but he wasn't top five despite having gotcha. you know a decent outing right. for him. Do you, do you remember my rationale for Derek Carr? Do you remember that? Do you remember uh, no, my what was rationale? It? It's that they had they had the most loaded wide receiver core in in Oakland. Do you remember that? Oh no! Wait, Why? Did you pick the? Yeah. You said that yep. the Raiders had the best receiving core. Yep. Did you really? I said the Raiders with did Amari Cooper, Jordy Nelson, and Martavis Bryant were the best. I didn't want to pick Atlanta. Did Jordy then Nelson I'd sound even like a have 50, over fifty receptions? I don't know. Dude. Oh no! I just it's a. a, a I mean, the one thing that makes me happy, though, is that you didn't say I that. said Jared Goff, and then <laughs> oh, yeah. you gave me a hard time for picking Jared Goff, and he had a good year. He had a good year. Arguably top five. Mm. His I performances mean, were good his, at times. The Super Bowl did not help him out, it, and, and the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl helped out Tom Brady. But so. his AFC championship performance, I NFC, think really— buddy. NFC, damn it. I really just—that <laughs> whole weekend just messed with my head. I There are multiple times where I've made those mistakes, but— his NFC Championship performance, operating that pressure, being able to perform, and not allowing himself to get flustered, just really honed in on the fact that he's going to be one of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL. And then now we're going to go over some topics, though, that we have for looking back at the quarterbacks. Not really giving any grades here, but we're just, you know, some topical conversation. First one being, who was the biggest surprise Performer at the quarterback position. Do you want me to start? Yes, that was the point oh, okay. of the drop well, off. You didn't say Sean, so I Sean. You know, I, do I need to call you your name like no, a dog? No. Oh, you want to? Oh, you now you want to get crass? Okay. <laughs> I just didn't know if you wanted me to start off. Uh, my biggest surprise quarterback is none other than Lamar Jackson. I think gross. Nice. Did you get the water splash? In yeah, there? I, I think I got the water <laughs> splash in my ear. <laughs> but uh, Lamar Jackson was my biggest surprise. Not because he was the best quarterback in the league. Not because I think he was even a top uh, 15 or top 20 quarterback in the league. Just because it was uh, surprising to see him rush, have the most rushing yards in the league over the last five weeks of the season. Regular season, of course. 
and that he was able to push Baltimore to a playoff uh, game, even though he did not have the best playoff game until like the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. I, so he's got the clutch gene. Can't wait to see that next year. I think it was a pleasant surprise for the league to see another first-round quarterback go out there and perform. I'm just going to say this. I, I still stand by the fact that Lamar Jackson's just a really big running back oh, that knows how to kind of throw a football because just let's be real. That man is, is run first. He has no intention to – read much, analyze much, or make any moves with the football. I I don't know. I just I, I didn't I think that what he did was surprising and that he actually got on the field and was able to lead his team. I just don't think he did very well as a quarterback. He did a, he was a surprise performer as a running back. He was surprised that was oh, a, in, whoa in the now. Wildcat. Whoa now. He was a running back. He was playing running yeah. back, Sean. He was a quarterback. He's he was a running back playing quarterback quarterback guy my all right let's hear yours performer was Mitchell Trubisky and my reasoning for this is that last season with with John Fox he really struggled and people were already starting to question and say like you know was that pick really worth it was it worth trading up one pick to take Mitchell Trubisky and Matt Nagy comes in he helps and develops Mitchell Trubisky and without him they were just not as successful I really liked his ability to Operate in the part the pocket. He was able to move. Uh, he was one of the better running quarterbacks in the league, despite not being mm. tremendously mobile. No, statistically, if you look at it, he had one of the, the better rushing totals for quarterbacks. Okay. He operated well outside Take of the pocket, and he added a little bit more of a, a dynamic capability to this offense. And I really want to see what he gives us going forward. I'm content with Mitchell Trubisky being your biggest surprise even though you're not content with my biggest surprise, Joe. That's a sacrifice I can make for you. All right, so who was your <laughs> who was your biggest surprise letdown? Who is somebody that played very badly and we really didn't think of it? Well, I wanted to pick both Tampa Bay quarterbacks because they were both so atrocious this entire year, both Javis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick. But I decided to defer to my best judgment and go to Case Keenum, the, Case Keesum. the big fish in the 2018 sweepstakes in free agency, uh, Denver thought, we got our guy. Case Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, you don't have your guy. He wasn't your guy. You got duped, and you knew you were getting duped while it happened. I, did, I don't think that they were ever really convinced this guy was going to be their guy. Right, Joe? No, not not at all. I really did not see anything from did him. You, I mean, he had a phenomenal season. <sighs> I, he Did either of us really expect him to have – that could have a, another good season like that. I think the most ironic thing about this situation mm. was that the Vikings were so eager to get rid of him and and go chase after Kirk Cousins. Okay, don't don't say his name like that. Kirk Cousins, a, a better upgrade. Kirk Cousins, but the offense looked better with with Case Keenum than it did with Kirk Cousins. So you you know you lose the the dynamic ability that you had before. They ended up. Moving Keenum out. Keenum can't play with the Broncos because he doesn't work in that system. They bring in Kirk Cousins, and turns out he doesn't really care much, it seems like. What? He just he did, he I doesn't never, care. All He's he a... wanted was the contract. He oh, was chasing the money. Geez. He was chasing the oh. money. Oh, so what do you want every NFL player? Okay, okay, Joe. No, but so you when you go into radio, when you go into radio, and you say you are working at WPRO, 
and you work there for for six years, and the people love you, and they're always calling in, they're flooding the flo- uh, the phone lines. Ah, oh, Joe DeLeon, we love your hot takes, all this good stuff. And then you get a job offer from Sirius XM. That's a lot more. What, will you take that job? No, my point is you though, will you or will you not take that job? My only point is I though am is don't you think for a question an answer? Yes, to this I question. do. But okay. don't you think don't you think that his performance tremendously dropped off? Who Kirk Cousins? Yeah, I'm not saying he was like dude. He his led- performance was only based on um, money, but I just don't think he he looked a step below from where he was when he was with Washington. Look, man, he was able in Washington to lead. A dog with no legs to the to the shelter. All right, Minnesota. I think it's just first year growing pains. I think that you need to stop with this narrative of the money chasers and Fine. the gold diggers, Fine. because they're just looking out for themselves, just like you or I would do. Whatever my whatever my <laughs> letdown. My letdown was oh, Blake Bortles. Oh yeah, big letdown. Big letdown because and a loser. <sighs> Now you got me fired up. I was so calm yesterday. Uh, we both were. We had the ocean. It was wonderful. And I hate just you. Doing, yeah, uh, yeah, this just brings out the worst. Unsubscribe. Of us. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Blake Bortles, though, I mean, he looked manageable last season in 2017, and then just, oh, God, he fell off. He did. I don't even know what oh, he was. God. He just cannot consistently perform at even an average level, he made me question if he should even be in the NFL. And as soon as Leonard Fournette and TJ Yeldon were hurt and gone for a bunch of games, he did not look capable. And obviously he ended up being bumped in. Essentially, they are deciding to move on from him. So I just big let down because the Jaguars were so good. And the reason why they fell off was specifically because of him. I'm fine with that take. Blake Bortles is a, a, a stone-cold loser. And I remember last year, around this time, you were saying that the, the Jaguars should re-sign him to big money, and I was telling you to watch what you're saying. Because, I mean, you better uh, – what's the uh, what's the, the idiom? I'm just spouting nonsense here. Uh, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Good pull. There we go. Good pull, Sean. <laughs> last conversation about these quarterbacks Idiot. is who was the best rookie performer and there's an obvious one here. I mean, you deferred to because me, right? yeah, I deferred because I just wanted to be able to bring up a different guy in the conversation, so right. we're not agreeing with each other. And I do agree that this guy was the obvious one because he was considered to be almost the rookie, the offensive rookie of the year. And who was that guy, Sean? Oh, sorry, I was picking up a quarter inch adapter off the floor here. Uh, uh, Baker nice, Mayfield nice buzzword was the. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a buzzword. It's the name of the the. Uh, it's a buzzword. Oh, a quarter inch adapter is a buzzword. Okay, but like, let me put it this way. I think a buzzword. Six months ago, we would have just called it the adapter thing. Or the plug-in. Like I don't. I did you know what this? What was? happens when you learn? Aren't you supposed to use what you uh, learned? I'm just, it was a joke. Oh, gosh. Don't get Saying so, I'm a buzzword user. Don't get so hurt. Frenetic. Okay. Frenetic. Where, where are we at? Baker Mayfield. I was a believer. And you know I was a believer, too. Uh, when we were fighting in the, the weight room and people were getting sick of us and telling us to shut up, and we just kept on arguing during the stretch lines, I said that Baker Mayfield is a winner. I think he's an NFL quarterback. I think he, I mean, with the Browns, too. I mean, he did. Yeah. He, I mean, First half of the season, a couple unlucky win- uh, losses, uh, i.e. the Raiders' loss. Remember that one? Yeah. But uh, 
other than that, I think he had a phenomenal year in the second half of the season for sure. Yeah, saw a lot of big things from him, but the you know the one one key thing here is that going forward they might finally have their guy. But mine that I I was really surprised by his performance and his ability to play was Josh Allen. His statistics were not good. They were not good. They were gaudy. <laughs> it was like eleven for fourteen for uh, touchdown to interception ratio, but I think he flexed more than he was capable of. I knew for a fact that he was not ready to play in the first year. It just so happens that the opportunity came up, and he looked decent. He looked better than I think people expected him. He's just a big, movable guy that has a cannon for an arm that doesn't really know how to use it yet. His passing accuracy percentage was 55%. His his completion percentage, that's not a good number. That was his biggest concern. If he works on that, he might be able to take his next step and, and declare himself as the number two guy in the draft class, or he's just going to be a, uh, a uh, God, I'm blanking on his name. Who was the other Bills quarterback that they took uh, four years ago they drafted in the first round? Geno Smith? No, not G- That was the Jets. Oh, my God. E.J. Manuel? E.J. Manuel. There he's going to be another oh. E.J. Manuel. But that looks like it's going to be it for us here at Get to the Point. Do you not want to do a quick final thought? Just a quick one. What do you got? Just you got a final a thought? One. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kareem Hunt's a bum. I wouldn't want to share a locker room with him. Thank you to Katie Siegel for that article that she wrote for Anchor Sports Network. I uh, just want to reiterate, uh, I think there's a lot of stand-up dudes in the NFL that don't appreciate what he did, and I wouldn't want to necessarily uh, share a locker room with him either. I think he's a bum. My closing thought is I can't get over at Sports Talk Barry. Ah, uh, yes. You uh, love that, can, man. I, I can't get over it. I'm enamored by him. He just continues to ruin people's credibility eviscerating on Twitter, eviscerating the, just the old are, are it's the <laughs> he, it's the revolution he's dropping <laughs> he's dropping all of these fake headlines and pretending to be Ian Rappaport and he catches everyone leaning Buda Baker thought it was true world star thought it was true that Colin Kaepernick was being signed by the Jets the sports junkies Mike uh. Francesca everybody's getting caught up in this mm. uh adapt or die adapt or die all right, that's going to be it, though. <laughs> Jeez. Follow us on Twitter at GTTP Podcast. Check us out on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, you name it. Subscribe, like, comment, review. DM us for, for crying out loud. Give us a, a review. Don't let my sister's review be the only one on our iTunes. Please give us a review. Anything. Tell us you hate us. Tell us you like us. Finally, <laughs> check out Anchor Sports Network. Subscribe to them on SoundCloud or us on SoundCloud, rather, and check out the website, www.anchorsportsnetworks with an S.com. What do you give me that for? There's three W's. You said www. www. That's four. Wait, www. There we go. I said it right the first you time. You said www. <laughs> I'm losing it. We've been gotcha. in this room for two hours. It's like a sauna. Only a lunatic can stay in here for more than hey, you got another two. Twenty minutes. Gotcha. Yeah, I got another. Two. Um, you're a trooper. That's gonna be it. Thanks for tuning in. Stick around, folks. Next week we will be talking running backs and whatever asinine headline hits us in the NFL. I mean, we can't really we can't really leave the NFL now, can we? Oh, yes, we can. <laughs>